Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Hello. Ryan Preston, and the old guy hey, is back. I'm direct Once from again. the edge of the podcasting fringe. That's me. It's Rob Charney. So, did you guys hear that Poland accidentally invaded the Czech Republic? <laughs> before you say... Like recently? Before you continue, I want everybody to go to patreon.com slash Bray. Check it out. Working musician. Help support a guy during the COVID-19. You're doing advertisements. Anyways. No, I had not heard that. You didn't I, hear that? I, I, I guess I, it was beginning of this month. Some Polish soldiers, I guess... Uh, Went the wrong way and ended up invading the Czech Republic. Wow. They didn't, I mean, it kind of makes me think, like, I didn't know I could do that. So they didn't They didn't check the map? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. You know, you know, you... really trying not to live down the Polish jokes at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay away idea. from yeah. Polish and Nazi jokes right now. Yeah. But, you know. We, we kind of have to watch what we do here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, apparently, uh, speaking of that, uh, North Korea and South Korea got into a shooting fest. Oh, again? At the borders, yeah. Uh, at That's... the border watch, I guess they started taking pot shots at each other. I guess boredom. <laughs> I guess. Well, it's ale- like, oh, my God. Allegedly, the short rounds having health issues so his sister's taking over and so they're thinking what what i heard is they're thinking that's kind of her inserting her dominance so she's just telling her, her border guards hey just take pot shots every it's now kind and of then. you know it's kind of what i've heard i want to show how bad i am it probably oh, i'm sure. a tough guy yeah. and so ryan actually informed me of something i didn't know oh, about I was just gonna fucking ask you about this yes i did actually spend some time checking into it today i haven't watched a full game oh, yet but uh, now uh brian d- just get do you know it, how to it? pronounce it properly because i'm not sure i can i believe it's catchio storia okay. catchio uh, what i'm not gonna say with an italian i think accent. it's calcio storico is what it's called Storico, that's, that's what it is calcio storico and it's Good for you, James. It's you get a, a point really for that one. old. Yeah. It, they say it dates back to the Renaissance period, is when they started this football game, where they yeah. will literally beat the shit out of each other, a f- bare knuckle, over the ball. Okay. And it's in right. Italy. Yeah. And so, it's like one of the most violent sports I've ever seen. So and it's, it's still going on. Huh? And it's still going on. It's been going on since the Renaissance period. And they claim that it dates back to when the Romans were there and that it was for them during peacetime to keep <laughs> fit. To do something. It, so yeah. let's go beat Whoa. each other up, play okay, the ball. It, it kind of reminds me of a smear the cue when I was a kid because you get the ever living crap kicked out. And of they you. only have four teams. It's blue, red, yeah, white, and green. And green. Wow. And they, they're basically, you know, in their own little sections that they recruit from. But, okay. I mean, so it's a badass game. <laughs> I was, um, I was, I kept seeing these ads for this thing on Netflix called Home Game, like coming out. And it, and it, and it had the, the picture of the guy doing like the, the freaking tree trunk toss from the Highland game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be about, some you know, strongman kind of competition thing. I'm a sucker for tournaments. But um, so the first episode of this documentary series 
was about this game, okay? The opening quote, which got me literally edge of my seat, said, uh, I think it was Henry V, said, um, it's too too small for a war, too violent for a sport. <laughs> when Henry the anything wow. yeah. says some shit like too violent for a sport, too yeah. small for a war, that got me that got my attention real quick. So it takes place in Florence, Italy specifically. Okay. There's four districts of Florence and each district has their team comprised of twenty seven people each. You are born in a district and you play for that team and that team only. There is no recruiting from other districts. If you were born there, that's the team you're on. <laughs> you know, and obviously not everybody plays. This was only twenty seven people on a on a team. Um the if you're good, you play two matches a year. This only happens once a year, and it's a very short bracket tournament. Obviously, two against uh, you know two sets of two yeah. face off against each other. Winners of those teams. So how so do you know when you win? Is everybody unconscious? So it is a ball <laughs> sport, okay. And picture a football field, you know, basically 100 meters by 50 meters. Okay, it's played on dirt, like gladiator style fucking dirt. Um. There's a few goaltenders, you know, because the, the net actually runs the length of the back of each field. Uh, so it's as wide, uh, the net is as wide as the, the field is. Um, it's in like a pit, like a gladiator style pit, you know. Yeah, it's almost all like dirt a hockey and... rink style ball, you know. It's and brutal. There's a few goaltenders on each side. There's a few defenders, you know, between the next in front of them. And in the middle, there's 15 what's called forward. Um, and this is where the gladiator shit goes down because they throw the ball in the middle and it becomes like, okay, get the ball to your side and then start boxing each other's <laughs> ears off. Like throwing elbows. I mean, dudes getting clotheslined, bare knuckled. And the, the idea is you're clearing a space for the people with the ball to get to the other side and score goals. Each goal is worth one point, and if you miss, the other team gets a half a point. Here's the fucking kicker. The matches are 50 minutes, 5-0, no break. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Wow. I watched some of it, and, I mean, some of these guys are just beast. Just insane beast, like Batista from fucking Guardians of the Galaxy-style beast. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they're, they're big guys. Hopefully and they're in better muscle. shape than Batista is. That dude's yeah. pretty beat up. <laughs> yeah, well, they're probably not so much after they you know, go through a couple matches. So, you know, the, yeah, these it, dudes are pretty beat up also. The only thing that matched that is what the Mayans were doing. Yeah. You know? Except yeah. nobody lost their head. Yeah, well, that's... that. Off with her that, head. That was yeah. You lose yeah. the game, you die. Yeah. Yeah. That that kind of adds a little bit of incentive. <laughs> incentive yeah. 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 So here here's what you win at the end of this thing. Like back in the day, spaghetti. Um, and it actually wasn't even during peacetime. I think that's when it became popular. But it was from what I read started during a battle. Like it, they're being <laughs> invaded by the Romans, and then during the siege, they're like, ah, fuck it, we're gonna have some games. <laughs> kind of as a big fu to the to the to the invading army. Well, huh. yeah, we're going to have some fun over here. You guys do what you do. <laughs> you do you. Um, <laughs> wow. But back in the, back in the day, the, like the very first ones, you want a cow. Because, you know, food was scarce, and there you go, you get to whack it up amongst the, uh, the, the, the team, no pun intended. Um, you, nowadays, you still win a cow, but you don't get to keep the cow. It's kind of <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like hockey, you get to kind of hold on to the Stanley Cup for oh. a year and then you give it back. They put somebody else's name on it. I actually but think you'd want like to the cow, huh? you'd, you'd want to lose it. Yeah, you want to take care of a cow for a year. Ceremoniously, they basically just ceremoniously like march this cow in front of you, like here's your prize, and now we're taking it back. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, nobody gets paid for this. It's just, you know, pride of that district for that year. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good for good for them. That uh it is insane. Wow. I wouldn't mind going to one of them. <laughs> no you know, kidding. Man. That would be kind of a fun thing to to do. I but you know, the whole thing I'm thinking as I'm watching this. I mean, are there like, you know, soccer hooligans that are, you know, hooligans for this, that if their team doesn't win, they just burn the town down? I think they get enough of the ass beating taken out in the match that everyone's pretty chill with each other. That's what I was kind of hoping. Well, that's what they said is, you know, like some of the players are talking and they're like, you know, we have mad respect for everybody on the other teams as well. It's not like, you know, I mean, and, you know, I've. I've been in a lot of mosh pits, and usually when you come out of them, you're pretty chill with everybody, even though, you know, you might have caught an elbow from some dude or, you know, knocked some dude on his ass a few times. It's, But and it's not like I don't know. that, that And the, it's not like soccer where you the, have to worry about the fans more than the other yeah, players. But the brawls, I mean, that, that, that's some pretty hardcore crap, <laughs> you know, they do in those things. That's yeah, uh, it, man, it is the closest to gladiator combat I've ever seen in the modern era. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you started throwing boards with nails and maces out there and clubs. Yeah, just break a pool cue and throw it in between them. Everybody yeah. would probably go after you. Probably. Wow, there's probably yeah, a, like, hey, man, not cool. Not yeah, cool. What's yeah. we'll settle about? I'm sure there's a rule saying you can only use hands and feet and fists. And... I wonder what would happen yeah, if you threw some M80s out there. They're, just, they're actually out there in, like, traditional-style gear. Like, they've got those oh, yeah. puffy, like, Florentinos. Could you? I guess the question is: Are they in period dress as well? Some of them, yeah. Wow. Sort of, of yeah. Like the 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 referees, because each side actually has their own like like two or three referees that are kind of sort of there to jump in between fights. Like, all right, let's let's calm it down. No pull cue. They sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They call (laughs) out like, "Hey, we need help over this side, or we're going to start rushing your, you know, for strategy." Um, And then there's like one main guy who's there. The guy who gets in, like the actual referee that's not on either of the sides, who gets in between these guys, gets accidentally hit so often and just brushes it off like it never even happened. So is he like the big John guy on the field? Is he like the big John from the early UFCs where you could tell that he would like scare people? They they get him and he would just go what? Yeah, he's, he's just like this guy who will just stand there and he'll kind of take like a like an elbow to the head and he'll just be like like all right, break it up, break it up, break it up, guys. Jeez. So he's like, uh, what was the uh, referee for the Mike Tyson fight? What was his name? He became a judge. Judge. Uh, oh yeah, Joe Brown? Uh, Mills Lane. Yeah, Judge oh, Mills Lane. Yeah. I do was a little guy, but man, he could. I I saw him take a couple punches when he was breaking up fights in boxing, and he just oh, sure. eh, yeah, he's just like eh. All right, that, that, that was that was cute. It's part of the game. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a tough bastard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. Definitely can't have a glass jaw. No, I mean I've seen I saw him take a couple hits from some pro boxers, and he just was like, "You're going over this way now." <laughs> I'm just like, dude, that's a little guy, and he just pushed that boxer over there. <laughs> so, 
everybody living the COVID lifestyle is wearing the mask, uh, some sort of mask. And I finally figured out the benefit of the mask and the benefit of this whole COVID thing is everybody's kind of staying away from you. Like this is the first time in, in my life I've ever gone to any sort of store, a big box store. I don't have somebody going, Hey, can I help you? <laughs> I, I well, actually kind of like try going around without the mask. They stay farther away. No, they don't. Not in this town. Huh. I don't know. I go in places all the time without one and they all leave me alone. Well, they, you can start coughing at them. I probably should. Yo, Costco, <laughs> uh, if you don't have a mask when you come in, they give you one. Oh. So uh, they, they make it, everyone. Put it in my pocket and keep going? You couldn't go in? Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they, starting to refuse service from yeah, people. You know, I've gone in Costco's without a Costco card, and they didn't even bother me. Well, yeah, that part they don't care. Yeah, but you much. couldn't ring anything up until you got the Costco card. I know, yeah. that's why I left. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we were just with all there the stuff in his lap. watching what was going on, and they literally, if they, something comes up without a mask on, here's a mask, put it on. Oh, that's the one down in uh, Folsom. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. Yeah, up up near us, there's a bunch of stores too that that you know, like all of Placer County, it's it's locked down pretty tight from what I've seen. Hmm. Well, yeah, luckily the the stores are kind of taking it upon themselves, you know, to 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 sort of regulate people. You well, know, they're bleeding uh, money without doing it. Sure. Well, not to mention they're having their staff walk and stuff like that. They're like, hey, man, look, I, you know, if you're not going to enforce this, you know, or if you're not going to allow us to enforce this, because it is the only place where it's really enforceable. You can't really police it, yeah. you know, so it has to be at the onus of the of the guy who can say, hey, we can refuse you service if you don't do X, right. Y, or Z. Right. And yeah. then X, Y, or Z is at their prerogative. Right. You know, True. that could be a dress code yeah. or, or, hey, man, wear a mask. Right. There was somebody somewhere, I don't remember the politician's name, but wanted to make it a misdemeanor or more. But the problem is, um, is that the problem with that is there would have to be a cop our, that would see you. I think you. our law enforcement in, officers have anything better to do than enforcement. Wasn't that down in the Bay Area? I don't remember, was honestly. Oregon? I don't Which know. one? Were there, were Where they, they were going to start fining people. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know how they would do it. I know it was going to be in California. And there, I was think one, there was one county in California. I'm not sure if it was Alameda. It, it may have been. I don't, I don't know either. But or, I, I, but I know story. Oregon was also saying, I remember hearing something from Oregon that they were going to do the same thing, that they were going to start fining people $1,000 if they were out without their mask. Well, yeah, well, LA, LA County just, uh, that'd make you wear a mask. LA County you... just yeah. extended the thing. They, they, a couple of weeks back, they opened up bars and nightclubs. Right. Yeah, I heard they were shutting back that. down again. Yep. I think yeah. it's statewide. Yeah. Newsom was saying that he's going to do that. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I've always kind of, I've, I've liked Newsom's reaction when it comes to this, this sort of thing. He's like, look, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing anything because the public wants me to. Can you say you it know, raspier and harder to understand? You, you could know always what? keep I interrupting. The part. I don't know why anybody else doesn't. Um, His voice like, drives uh, me nuts. Yeah, no, he's saying, like, look, I'm going off the numbers here, okay? I'm going off the data. If the data doesn't reflect we can reopen, we're not doing it. The only issue I have with the data, to be completely honest, is it's always... So originally, and up until recently, I haven't checked, but, you know, they talked about the, the sample set they were doing was really limited or... It was uh, the reason why the numbers have gone up is the testing gone up. But the reason why some of the deaths went up earlier is because mm -hmm. if you if you died of a heart attack and had COVID, you would you 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 were a COVID death. So so some of the numbers in the systematic way they were actually labeling in it the is, beginning it, that was true. But they, they're adjusting. I hope so because I know that, a lot yeah. of people don't seem to trust the numbers is because everything was a COVID death or 
you know, and they don't tell you like they won't say, okay, the reason why the, the numbers are getting up, the tests are out there more. So more people are being tested. You know, I, you don't hear this in the media. Um, and you would think it would be the media's job to, to actually say, I've heard it. I've not, I haven't heard a single heard news that. source actually say, cause testing's more, I've just heard COVID cases are up. I haven't heard anybody say that. Yeah. Uh, that was right. Right. When all the new testing started and all the, 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 the more widespread testing started. That's exactly what I heard is, is even the pre-speculation of like, Hey, look, obviously we're going to see a spike in the numbers because you know, we're going to start doing more testing. And yeah, no, I heard a couple of news organizations come out and say basically afterwards, like, yeah, obviously this is even more testing, you know, however, there's, there's underreported cases. So the, the average, it, it all kind of averages out with the, the known and the unknown. <coughs> yep. Well, so I, uh, I, I, I recently, As Mark Twain said, there's lies, damn lies and statistics. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. Was that actually Mark Twain? Yes. Oh, cause I've heard that for years, but I never actually knew the source. So it's, it's, so I recently bought a hybrid car cause I drive quite a bit. And that the funniest thing about having a hybrid car, especially if it has the fob, like most cars today, new cars or newer cars don't have keys like you know you would turn it you you put it ignition and turn it i know mine doesn't have a key um the hardest part about it is you don't always realize it's on it's it's pretty funny there's been a few times i've actually walked away at the store came back and my car was on okay there has to be a setting I haven't seen it, but so uh, the last time it happened, it actually tells Did you, you read your, you know, encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. Your encyclopedia you owner's manual. So, so the last time, so the last time it happened, you know, my wife was in the car <laughs> and as I walked away, it actually says no key detected. <coughs> so I finally figured out what it does. If you can actually get in the car, you can't actually drive away with it because there's no, there's no signal going back and forth right. saying, okay, you can go. Um, I don't know. That just kind of surprised me because I did it. Uh, first time I did it, I, I went to go do something, came back, and then went in my house, came back like five minutes later, and the car was still on. It's like, oh, shit, I got to get used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my coworker's got a hybrid, and every time he drives away, it's just like creepy. Yeah. It's, I actually like it. I mean, this one isn't, it's not a Toyota Prius, so it doesn't look like a hybrid, which that. You know, because they just what do you what do you got? Uh, Ford Fusion. Okay, uh, I think that's the kind that my buddy's got. Um, so here's an interesting thing about that that we just found out. He uh, his headlight blew out. You should check your owner's manual for this, by the way. See if it's the same kind. His headlight went out. It cost him a hundred dollars to get that headlight replaced because you have to take the bumper off. Oh, I. That doesn't number surprise of cars me. Are like that, yeah. yeah it, well, I got it. We're, uh, my I had an Acura TL Type S just to figure out what was wrong with my headlight. Cost me four hundred dollars. That was replacing. Then it, it, it and it was HID, which is high intensity discharge, and they they replaced because it's a three part headlight. You know, there's the light, a igniter, and something else. And the guy replaced everything but one part, and it was out the door like three hundred and something bucks. Um, wow. So a hundred dollars to replace a light yeah, that, that doesn't bother me. Actually. Almost sounds reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. Um, 
So right. I, I haven't. Is, I don't want to live in the world where that sounds reasonable. That's yeah, what I'm kind of thinking too. I know, well, Mike, you know, but the old day of just lifting the hood, taking the little ball belt, and putting a new bulb in is long gone. No, no that's oh, man, all these you things are. Seen me trying to squeeze my hand in there. I was refusing to let this guy go to a shop. I'm like, no, damn it, I'm gonna <laughs> fix this for you. But the problem is, like, all the... damn it, if I had my toolbox with me, I could have done it in, in, in about an hour. But just use your knife. Just on principle. Yeah. It's, and it's amazing. Like, I remember I had a, a Nissan Altima. I couldn't physically, for the, the fog lights, couldn't physically fit my hand up in the, the thing just to replace the fog lights. My, my cousin yeah. had to do it because somehow he just went, you know, got his hands in there. You know, that I remember, was an odd one. I remember working on that. That was. I remember really, my '94 Forerunner, yeah. that thing I had. I went to change the oil filter. I would have had a broken my arm in three <laughs> places to reach the oil filter just to get it. What you would have to actually have done is take the tire off, take the wheel uh, <laughs> inside yep. of the wheel frame out yep. just to hey, get to it. I'll beat that. And then you still had to reach around. <laughs> my 1999 Ford uh, Expedition to change the spark plugs. Two back plugs. Yeah, you had to take the engine out. There's no physical you had way. You take it out. Yep. There was no physical like, way. Like cherry pick your engine out. Yeah, so, you have to take your in, entire engine for out. a spark plug. Oh or a spark my plug. god. Yeah. So when Ford designed that, oh my god, they engine, were smoking meth. Um, spark, <laughs> Hopium. Spark, spark plugs were to last a hundred thousand miles. Okay. Okay. And that's exactly what it lasted, and then. You had I to would, take the engine out. Yeah. Dear God. There's another problem, too, with that model. It's a, the aluminum block, and the part of the problem oh, is God. the back, <clears throat> back, the, the far right-hand back spark plug would had a tendency of blowing out. Oh, well, it was also like the, the 60s Mach 1 Mustang. To change the oil, uh, you had to lift up the engine because the drain plug was actually sitting on a cross member. <laughs> so um, I, I figured something <laughs> out, though. You know, the, the older vehicles... Go back to the 1960s, 70s. Mm-hmm. When you open that hood, you could literally crawl inside. Oh, yeah. You could put your there fa- was that family. much room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you under could put your the family hood. There. And then you, know, you, your wife, two kids could all sit inside the engine. And bay. then when the 90s yeah. hit, it was like they just they just started shoving more crap in there. And it, and it, well, and it wasn't know. like uh, like uh, Shelby Cobra, Cobra did with the ACAs and just put yeah. a giant engine and a little body. It's they literally it's the same size engine, but now they just have all these these safety equipment, wiring harnesses, extra oh, boxes yeah. that don't yeah. do anything. My car is crazy because of a hybrid crazy. has two engines in front. It has a generator and like a one point five liter uh, yeah. little yes, little engine. Motor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy how much stuff. And I mean, um, my brother just bought a twenty twenty. I looked under that thing, and I mean, there's like there's literally like no room they have filled up the entire engine compartment yep. Yep. it's like from one side to the other so uh what kind of car uh oh civic uh, honda yeah honda civic honda civic yeah that's a nice so car so if it's you look really at nice my car. uh yukon denali my gmc 19 name dropper yeah 2019 uh yeah plenty of room in that one really it's got the the, the biggest engine they make uh it's the same engine that goes in the corvette hmm. so which is you, you step on the throttle, even on that big old Yukon, it just it takes off. So, you know what my car does when I hit the throttle? It's going to come. 
and then five. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember Michigan J Frog? I'm sure John does too. Hello, my baby. And Ryan? Hello, my dolly. Hello, my rugby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, so apparently he's making yeah. a comeback on the internet. Really? Yeah. That's what I. That's is what Pepe? they're just saying. Is that for the past few months, he's making a comeback on TikTok. Mm. And I'm like, is it just reminiscent? Or are these kids, you know, younger generation, they have 20-something, have never heard of him, cool. and they think he's the coolest thing ever? They have know. no idea who he is. I guarantee they well, don't know well, who he is well, right at the bat. Well, no, well, part of it, if you take, uh, like, for example, Looney Tunes are being remade in HBO, yes. and they're, they're removing all they're the remo- firearms. Yeah. And so uh, unless these yeah, kids... Yeah, did you see yeah, Elmer replacing Elmer Fudd's um, gun with? Yeah. A finger. Or no, a, so a scythe, scythe in one yeah. episode. It's a scythe. Yeah. yeah. The creepiest thing of all time. Yeah, of all things. Let's go hunting with the scythe. All right. It's <laughs> so disturbing. Go for it. <laughs> It was much better with the with his shotgun. Uh, yeah. I'm reaping rabbits. That he, yeah, that he exactly. can't even, yeah. Really? That he couldn't hit anything with except yeah. for his face. That's right. <laughs> the stormtroopers had a better batting average. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming it's just like that. It's just a sheer matter of how old these cartoons really are that they don't see them. Because you, you don't... Yeah. It's like when we were kids, there was uh, Sherman set back the Wayback Machine. Uh, when we were kids, there were Saturday morning cartoons, and that was they always had Looney Tunes because the rights were cheap, and they could always fill spots with Looney Tunes. And Looney Tunes was good. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and that's uh, what it was. It was, a, it was a spot filler. Well, I mean, uh, there's still rumors. No, I haven't, rumors were awesome. It wasn't a spot filler. I haven't seen anything definite yet, but they're still claiming they're going to bring back the Animaniacs with the original crew. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be on Hulu on on like like this month or something. Oh, is it? I, I, however, I don't see him being as good because just by the sheer amount of the way society is, that show done now would never be allowed to make. Just by the sheer matter of jokes, the people they made fun of, they did so many things that are inappropriate now. Like in today's mores, you'd I don't think you'd be able to do it as good. No, I guarantee it. But I, my thing is, yes, get the original cast. That's a fantastic idea. But dear God, if the writers are still alive, get the original writers back and give them the license to do whatever. That's what I'm after. I mean, the voice actors, Although fantastic. They'll have a license, They'll have a but, license all right. Oh, yeah. Say, license. You can't say this. You can't yes. say that. You can't do this. You can't do well, that. Well, that's the great thing about yeah. the Animaniacs is that even still, they didn't care. They made fun of it. Yeah, like they made the jokes of, oh, the censors are trying to do this. Yeah, well, this is us giving the censors the finger. Times have changed. So, like one of one of their most famous jokes that I I never got as a kid is they had they were a detective, and they were and there's uh, they're looking for fingerprint, you know, fingerprints, and and it was a a girl. And I'm really killing this, but they said fingerprints, and they brought out prints, (laughs) and said no, I don't don't think so. We need to search for prints. Fingerprints and, and, and Dot brings out. Uh, uh, no, prints. we're not yeah. doing that. Yeah. And they, the whole no, show. So the whole... joke was uh, they. He's like search for Prince. Dot comes out with Prince, the artist, in his arm, in her arms, and he's like, "No fingerprints." She looks at him and goes, nah, "I don't think so." <laughs> um, and the whole show was just littered with stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they used to have what they called the wheel of morality. That was hilarious. Which was a great little bit turn, that they turn, did. Turn. They also had um, good idea, bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know, just a bunch yeah. of different <laughs> things like you know, like 
Good idea. You know, having a surprise birthday party. Bad idea. Yeah. Having a surprise birthday party for your 98th group. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like things like that. Or, you know, stopping to smell the roses. Stopping to feel the roses. Uh, Just different things like that. They were all like little tiny bits. It was like the best way to describe it is vaudeville Oh, cartoon. 100%. Vaudeville yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Just a million yeah. different jokes coming at you a hundred times a second, you know, and that's what the fantastic thing about the show was. Yeah. yeah and, it, was a, it was a sketch show that revolved around these, these you yeah. know, the Warner Brothers. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. And, and they were all basically <clears throat> all three of the most famous Marx Brothers. They were no Chico, sadly. But, you know, I, that's really what it was. And... I would love them to bring that back, but it's one of those that, you know, it's like, I think it's a chasing, moment. chasing a moment mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. If they bring it back, I, I hope that it it is as good as it was. I highly doubt it. Well, you know, but what I, what I, what I liked about Animaniacs and what I hope, no matter, even if it's geared obviously towards the, the, the next generation is they never assumed their audience stupid yes yeah you know it was always like hey look we get that you're smart we get that you get this yeah you know even if you don't understand the reference that your folks might get you get what's going on here yeah i i also thought the the little political stuff they did was fairly fair god i don't political stuff was hilarious it wasn't i don't remember it being no they really didn't they didn't go after a single party they went after all of them and i think the issue what's going to happen with today's social after anybody they they goofed on Bill Clinton because he played the saxophone. Yeah, you know it was the, it was the silly stuff. It had nothing Clinton to do with politics. That was part of the, that was part of their opening thing. Right, the opening theme. Yeah, I think that's good. I I I just have a feeling it's going to be heavily political because everything today has to be heavily political. Mm-hmm. I and I think the do you problem, think they're going to come out wearing masks right away? I I would if I was them. <laughs> Um, cause it would be like the vaudeville, feet apart from cause other. it would be the vaudeville sketch thing. We're like, aren't these things stupid? You know, something like that. I, I just, I'm I don't you're think not a they'd be better off not going near politics. I, I'll be honest. I just, I, I don't know. Like I, everything is no matter what you did, somebody would be offended. That's I, what the great thing about their show is. Yeah. They, I understand. They offended people. <laughs> well, here's, here's today. <laughs> I think what they're going to go after is they're going to go after that audience. They're going to go after the the audience yeah. that likes that type of thing. And and instead of like Jay Leno has a bit is instead of making fun of one side, make fun of both sides. So you know you 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 always have that audience. It's the same thing right why he doesn't cuss and he's not a blue a dirty comedian is the fact that you're not offending half your audience. Mm. And and so I think, and I could be wrong. I just don't see the way today society is. I just don't see them going to playing down the middle. Because I agree, they. I think if they skipped all the political stuff, minus if something funny, ridiculous happens, like the 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 saxophone thing. I I just think they need I to stay away what, with it. I, I'd yeah, be I promise really... you, if they make fun of anything political, it's going to be like Trump hair. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be very innocuous. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually curious what they're gonna do with their opening song. I, I can't wait to see it. Honestly, I'm. I'm. I'm very, very much I'm, looking forward. I'm to very it. curious because I can't see them doing the original one. I'm not looking forward to it. Honestly, I think I might check well, out an episode. Updated. You know, oh, yeah, I, I had my I'm son actually watch the Animaniacs about a year or so ago, <laughs> and he actually enjoyed it. He actually watched a good. You know, I think you've burned through the first season. I'm. 
you nowadays, anytime they redo anything of, especially if I like, I'm really worried of it just being bastardized just because it's, well, it's all the same people, you know what I mean? So it doesn't it, mean it's going to be the same thing. Sort of sequelitis <clears throat> is it's just, Hey, not as good, but it doesn't, it's not other people who are taking the vision of the original people and thinking they understand, <laughs> it. you know, it's, it's going to be the same people who, who know what they were trying to do in the first place. And they're going to keep doing that. I hope so. I mean, I, I really do, but I still think James is right. It's chasing the dragon's tail. I think they're looking for lightning oh, in a bottle. For and, sure you know, I wonder, yeah, I agree. I wonder, I can't think of the act, the voice actor's name anymore off the top of my head, but I wonder if the guy who did Yakko will be able to do as well as he used to. You know what? It's uh, Rob Paulson and he, oh, he thank still you. makes the round. Does he? Um, I mean, he was a, he's amazing. Perfect. He's amazing, but, you know, the, how sharp and quick he was with everything. I mean, think about what he did with the states, the presidents. I mean, yeah. just well, naming all those were amazing. Did, um, he just did a, a, a React video for the uh, for the adults React to stuff. Oh, okay. And they surprised him with, like, like oh, you're going to react to some Animaniac stuff. And then Rob, uh, Rob Paulson, who was Yakko and Pinky, and Dr. Scratch and Sniff and a bunch yeah. of others. Yeah. And Maurice LaMarche, who was uh, the brain, came on and then surprised him and whatnot. And they were doing the voices for him. And it sounded exactly like your childhood. Wow. And here's the great thing is I've heard Rob Paulson interviewed within the last couple of years. That guy still knows all the lyrics, all, all the, the words to the country song. Wow. Not only that, he knows the updated version for the countries that weren't countries when that show was made. Jeez. <laughs> That's insane. The dude is a, is a genius. I mean, imagine how long it took him to learn that. Once you've learned that song, you don't forget it. Oh, dude, you, I, I guarantee he was practicing that like night and day for weeks. Yeah, it is just drilled <laughs> into his brain. And then he just does it on a whim. Have on you ever seen whim. that? Like the first interview I heard him, he's, he's, just, he's, like, he's seen it. He happily yeah, okay. brought it up and he fucking rattles off. It's, it's crazy. It is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, as I, I will I will check it out. I really do. I'm very curious to see what the opening song is going to be. Um, but I really think that they're going to have their hands tied a lot more than what they originally had. And I really do. I, I would be really excited to find out that all the original writers were still there. Well, I think now that I think about it, there's a couple of different views. Is one, since it's a Disney product now. Oh, God. Because it's on Hulu. Hulu's owned yeah, by Disney. True. Now, the question is, is it still owned by Warner Brothers, which I think is a Sony product? I, I guess who owns the original rights well, to it? Because if it's Hulu, Sony, because if it's... It, no, it's, got a, it's Warner Brothers. It, it's Warner <laughs> Brothers so it's trademark. A, so it's a Sony product then? Doesn't Sony yeah, well, own... Well, here's the thing is that Hulu is a distributor. They're, they're going to they license other things from all <clears> kinds of uh, places. What, 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 I'm, what I'm trying to say is if it's, if it's Warner Brothers, which I think is Sony, and then there's... Hulu is owned by Disney, and depending on how that that relationship would be good or bad, if it's if it's if they don't have to play, I think by Walt Disney rules, there's a good chance, and I'm thinking about it, that it may be close to what it originally was. If it's Disney, honestly, it may be Disney iffy. only is the only part of Disney's corporation that has to play by Disney's rules. Hmm. You know, <clears throat> because that's the only one people expect to play by Disney's rules. Everybody else, like, how many people really know that Hulu is owned by Disney? Or give a shit. You know, they can they can John. do whatever they want. And they do do whatever they want. Their Hulu originals are not 
like Disney style shit. I don't. I don't think I've ever. I, I've mostly been watching anime and wrestling on Hulu right now, so I haven't really checked out their original. Well, I did no, watch I the Pilgrim. That you was what, a dumb movie. You know what's by the way. really good right now is uh, Padma Lakshmi. Do you, have, you guys ever watch her? She's a foodie, Mm-mm. and um, she does Top Chef. She's oh, okay. the main ho- host for that. Oh, okay. And um, she's got a new show on Hulu right now. Is she that she's... Indian lady? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's cool. Yeah. No, she's really good. Okay. She's going around doing this. So that's one of the originals. And I, oh, okay. I just happened to watch it. And yes, yeah. it's very liberal bent, which is fine with whatever, but it, it's done well. Okay. You guys watch more TV than I do, so uh, I, don't, I barely watch any at all at this I, point. I really like the Prime Originals. The Prime <clears throat> Original shows are pretty good. Mm. They're they're a little bit darker than most of the other ones that are on right. like Netflix or right. what I've seen on Hulu and obviously Disney. Right. <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah. Ryan. Have you watched Ten Star yet? Ten Star? No. <sighs> it's Tim Roth, dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I keep forgetting you told me about yeah. that one. Yeah. Go watch Ten Star. It's too much damn TV, man. I know there is there is an exceptional amount of TV. I like what, I can only really focus on one streaming thing at a time. What, what's it, what's it on? It's on Prime. Oh, okay. And it's a well, Canadian uh, Canadian officer. You know, he kind of oh, goes up there. It's uh, okay. Tim Roth. It's uh, there's it. only two seasons, I believe. Uh, you no, know, they do a, uh, they do a lot of Canadian shows. They actually do. Yeah, it's interesting, it's, but. But this I've been, one, I've been rewatching Justified lately, thinking about oh wow, God. you can't make this show today. God, I love that show. I need to watch that one again. I actually just finished uh, rewatching Bleach, and I just started on one called Overlord. Do you watch that one, John? Yeah, all three seasons. Okay, I just started it. Hmm. It's it's entertaining. Mine just recently got me into Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. Okay. Wow, where have you been? That's um, what I'm kind of thinking. I, I liked Oprah. Yeah, no, I I've never seen it. Wow. <laughs> it's The Last Airbender. Yeah. yeah. Um, which they made a really shitty movie of, a live action. I was going to say, luckily I Ong. haven't seen the movie, so I can, I can go. You haven't your... seen about Ong? So, so what I want you to do is once you see the entire. It was entertaining. Once, it wasn't even that. They couldn't pronounce the goddamn name. I know. <laughs> so I once know, you I watch know. the entire okay. series, go watch M. Night Shyamalan's uh, Avatar. I, I planned on it. And, for sure. Oh, my God. And the God. terrible thing is that it's American uh, animation. Yeah. It's not Japan animation. It's not anime. So it wasn't a translation <laughs> error. It wasn't like, oh, the name isn't being pronounced properly right. in Japanese. Right. We're right. going to pronounce it this way. Yeah. It was how the... Thing was supposed I to be know. pronounced. Know, oh, by the way, that this reminds me of something funny I'm that happened. Sorry, but I will go I, ranting. Reminds me, drives me nuts. What happened years ago over the cartoon uh, Naruto, the anime, and this guy said, "Oh, it's it's said Naratin," but if you actually watch the ja- the 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 subtitled anime, which I generally don't watch English dubs because at this point they drive me nuts. And I actually say Naruto the yeah. whole time. And I actually had arguments. He's like, no, I'm wrong. It's like, watch the fucking anime, dude. It actually says it. And it's the Japanese voice actor. Mm. And oh, it, my God. And it, it's it's weird how, like, pedantic things really bother me. Well, I mean, if it's, like, clearly pronounced one way. But it's me. And, and I can't John pronounce can pronounce it. <laughs> yes. it it's a Obviously, yeah. it's pretty obvious. I, I remember when I saw the Avatar live action movie and I heard Ung. Like it's within like the first couple of minutes of it, I'm like, "Can I go now?" <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I was with a, 
with a new girlfriend at the time and, and we're leaving that thing and I'm like quiet as we're leaving, <laughs> trying not to like just totally rip this entire thing apart. And I just remember her going, I liked it. I just remember looking at her. I'm like, we're watching the cartoon. You will not like this movie. This is not going to happen. <laughs> like, Man, that was... I mean, I was excited for it. I'm like, okay, they're doing it. And then I found out that it's Shyamalanly Ding Dong. And I'm like, the actor who shall, the, the director who shall not I'm be I'm like, named. are you yeah. kidding me? I yeah. just, ugh. Actually, what I really want again is I really miss like hard edge fantasy stuff. Like my favorite of all time is still Record of the Lodos War because it's basically yeah. true D&D. &D. Oh, you know what I saw <clears throat> when I was down at uh, the old dimple? What? They actually had Rich Hunter Robin. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. I haven't seen that one out and since, like, Suncoast. That was an amazing... Suncoast. That oh. was an amazing, amazing series. That, I really that wish nobody, they kept going. That nobody talks about. That yeah. There's a bunch of... That <laughs> one's one of my favorite animes, is Witch Hunter Robin. That, that's the one thing about now, like, I used to buy anime because you couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. So I, I Have we gone into real flicks? Is this what we're no, doing now? This is called an organic <laughs> conversation. Yeah, organic yeah. It's like and this is a show about nothing. Yeah, we're ripping off Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So okay. they got a few more zeros at the end of their paycheck. I'll a shit ton more <laughs> zeros. Um, yeah, but um, I can talk yeah, about the I, new science I thing I read agree about today with you on that. As that, you know, you, there was no streaming services. You had <laughs> Netflix, and you could find a few on Netflix at the time if you <laughs> sat there and searched through their. Oh, was it at the time? Uh, almost a million uh, different videos yeah, at the yeah. time back then. Yeah. And good luck. And uh, but yeah, I remember going to Suncoast, and it was like every now and then you would sit there and read the back of it and hope it wasn't in Japanese, and be like, ah, all right, this is worth it. I still have a bunch of anime that I've got. Probably a I started time. buying, and then at some point I'm like, oh, Getbackers. This is yeah, Getbackers. I I think I own all the Getbackers. Um, but at one point you're just kind of like. This is getting pretty expensive because they're they were run between twenty to thirty dollars a disc. Yeah, and one of the one of the issues now, Ends which up. I I think is interesting. This is one of the reasons I started really hating digital platforms. Was some of this anime you cannot find anywhere? I have anime that it just is not available anywhere. Like, a record load of war finally is available on um, Amazon Prime, but you got to buy it. I've got I um. I've got a, a ton that you just can't see. Like, the, you'll show up, like, Bubblegum Crisis 2040 showed up on Crunchyroll for, like, a week and a half and then disappeared. It was on there for a short period of time. So, who's ever owned, owning the rights, this hmm. last time I heard about it, the reason I brought it up is all these studios who own the rights are starting to hoard the rights so they can make their own broadcast, their own streaming service. Like, Funimation has oh. their own service. Um, huh. It, so that's what I heard because there's a ton of quality. Um, God, there was. I wonder how that's profitable. Because well, they already you, own the they already own the content. But so if you, they if paid, you own so they the had content, pay, if you own it, you've paid something for that. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, but you can so, get it and release it, have people watch it, pull it, and then do it no, again. I, understand. I, I mean, so, that's what I'm kind of thinking it's so got to be. So, for example, um, Crunchyroll, which is what I subscribe to, and there's uh, the parent company Crunchyroll has another one too but it's seven dollars a month and you get all you can eat so i'm assuming what's going to happen is funimation is a distributor is that what they call it all you can eat what yes <clears throat> um 
all you can stream. Okay, you said all you can eat, and I'm like, yeah. is it well, because yeah. it's called Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll? Well, it's, 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 what you that can eat? Well, Crunchyroll is what it's called. You know, all you can stream is with Flowmax. Um, oh, Ryan's so, got to go. Six forty-seven. Ryan? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I was super opening there. I got I got a heart out, y'all. All right, talk to you later. Later. <laughs> All right, you guys take so I, care. Okay, <laughs> bye. I think what they're going to do, at least this is the last time I read about it a while ago, is I think we're going to do is they have all the rights, They and it's you know it's just sitting there and not doing any good. What they'll do is they'll charge like $7 a month, get you all the access to their stuff, and then you know if you want to do another one. so I, I, I understand the principle on that. I, I'm just thinking <clears throat> you know what what's behind the curtain. Right? How much does it take to set up this type of thing? What What's it cost to get it going? I mean, I don't know. I, I would I, assume that they have servers that they can just link. I mean, that would that would be the simplest way, really, right? I guess. I, I mean, mean, you just have a server that you're like, okay, I remove this content, put it in my, you know, hard drive that they can't access, right. and then just right. release it back and forth. It, it probably works simpler, as simple as having a NAS server sitting there and, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've got you know, a thousand titles, whatever, and then somebody can choose what, you know, and then it just plays it. I guess that's how it works. But, but most of these, I think most of these companies are owned by bigger Japanese companies. Now, I could be wrong. So my guess is the fact it's just one of these things that it's, it's an a loss leader. It could very well already be set up in Japan, and they just say, "Okay, well, we'll just we'll let Americans go." <laughs> Fuck ahead you, Americans! <laughs> yeah, but see, one of the one of the benefit well, of maybe. one of the benefit of Crunchyroll, I don't know, is they actually do <laughs> they do know. simulcasts. Yeah. So as it's being broadcast in Japan, it's actually also like I, it could either be like a week or a couple of days later, or whatever. I actually don't know the distance between the releases, but it actually shows up on the app. Well, I know that uh, the Netflix. Hmm. That streams in America is not the same catalog that streams in other countries. Europe, right. Because well, Europe's rights. got a number so, of, between rights and rules in the EU, That the EU is driving some of the changes for Netflix huh. because <clears throat> of privacy concerns and things. EU really jumped on that bandwagon. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, that's been some of the problem for mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah, I, I've had some people like that I talk with, and they're like, oh, give me something to watch, and... Don't give them a list and like it's not here. It's not here. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah. so I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not here. If I'm if you're so in another there's, country, there's but another. We have uh, Netflix has a bunch of German shows that are really interesting. Yeah, and uh, actually, one that you might find interesting, um, Dark. Dark is yeah, a really interesting Dark. one. I, yeah, yeah, I caught that one. There's, it's a trip. It is a trip. Yeah. So there, um, there is a service called. Uh, V, uh, VRV, and it's one of these services that you can you you pay like ten dollars a month to, and you get access to stuff like Boomerang, Cartoon Hangover, Crunchyroll. That may be another thing they'll do is they they'll combine with another service. A little package. That's so, kind of yeah, another thought. Yeah. That's, and that's probably how you know. There's a there's a movie that is one of my favorites it's called The Professional, and there's the American release, yeah, called Leon, and then. It's got Jean Reno in it. Uh-huh. And then there's the European release called Leon the Professional. And we saw this that back one in the day, has right? more content in it that mm-hmm. wasn't in the American release. Mm-hmm. So there's things like that that I'm like, eh. 
Well, that's that's yeah. that they do that a lot during anime. Yeah. Dragon but, Ball Z and other stuff is totally. But yeah, the, the Sailor Moon's the same way. Yeah, and then there's wow, Sailor. Moon. Well, I the reason what, I say oh, yeah, I, Sailor Moon, the I didn't Japanese actually, one's a lot different. So than I didn't the know English this one. I didn't know this until uh, I started looking into it. Um, there's a, a main character. There's there's two characters in there that are gay. And at the time Sailor Moon was released in the United States, that would have never been allowed. So they actually changed the, one of the voice actors. Instead of being two ladies, it was, I think, a lady and a guy, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't know. Amongst other things. Yeah. I watched, you know, another one that was really weird was uh, on Epic. There's another service that you have to pay oh, for. okay, yes, Epic, yes. Right. War of the Worlds. They were bringing out. Oh, which one? Big, big well, here's the problem, right? I'm yeah. thinking Orson Welles. I'm thinking yeah. you know, 1950s, War of the World. Yeah, 1960s releases, it, right? And yeah. it's it's a, a Nor- Norwegian. Oh goodness, right? And I'm I'm watching this thing, and I watched the first episode, and it, it was as dull and dry. <laughs> it was it was so bad. It was like, all right, I'll watch the next one. And I go, no, this can't, this can't continue. It's just impossible. <laughs> to, to do. And it, I watched the whole first, I think there were 10 episodes in the first series, and it still never really got to... You're worse than James. Oh, it was awful. I mean, it was, I, I mean, it. Ha- I, I kept saying, was, it's uh, got to get better. Uh, it was It was really weird. And, and they were fighting these, <clears throat> they looked like uh, dogs, but they weren't dogs. <laughs> they were, they were, um, oh. You've seen these robots where, you know, you can kick that robot and he stands back up yeah. and it's that. So they used that design robot, but in a dog kind of body. But part of it was organic and part of it was mechanic. And it just went around killing everybody. God, it reminds That's me of all a, it did. Reminds me of a horror movie that came back in the day. Like it, a it, robot Rottweiler. It was nothing. It was like, where's my world of the worlds? What What are you guys doing? You know, there's... Um, and it was, it was just... Sorry, but it was just there was, awful. I, I'm trying to remember if it was, I think it was Netflix had a show. I don't know if they still do. Um, it was when I was really bored and looking into international shows. I came across one called, I think it's like the Johnsons or something like that. And it's a, it's a show out of New Zealand. Mm. And each one of them is a Nordic god. Okay. And they're, you know, going around in, in human form Presence. and they're all kind of relate, you know, yeah. you know, know yeah, each other like type stuff. It could be kind of cool. It was on the verge of being a Pornhub show. <laughs> oh, of course. And I'm like, why is this on Netflix for one? And second of all, it was like they had porn writers too. that were trying to come up with an actual story. And oh. I'm just like, and there was no like full on nudity or anything like that, but it was like, they took the thing of, you know, the gods are horny yeah, and ran with it too much and then try to put in like <laughs> a little bit a of story. story of stuff in there. And I'm like, I think I watched like three episodes and I'm like, you know, went way off the just, rails. just can't yeah. do it. Just yeah, couldn't yeah. do it. Talk about pornography. Did you hear, uh. Everybody's favorite ugly porn star, I Ron Jeremy, it. maybe going to jail for a very long time. Uh, no, uh, he's looking at prison. Yeah. Not jail. Oh, not prison. Jail, right? the, the there's f- a big difference. The funniest and he's going to learn about it. If there's anything that's funny about it, when I heard the charges, it's like, shocking. 
that Ron Jeremy, a porn star, is possibly guilty of something. Yeah. I, and not well, to say all three, porn three stars women are guilty. Have come out and said he raped. Not, not to okay. say that all porn stars are guilty, but it is something that's fairly common within that you know, industry. You know, I just kind of think it's like, it's one of those that I'm not saying it's a full on gray area, but it really makes area. me wonder how many of these women that that are in porn or, you know, in any. I mean the the porn industry has made a big the, explosion with the internet. There's but the that are thing. well the that are basically sex trafficking slaves. Right. And they get forced into uh, legitimate porn because whoever owns them is taking most of the majority of the money or all of the money and just being like you're doing this this is going to happen and I wonder how many porn stars like Ron Jeremy or uh, uh, I guess John Holmes is the only other one I can think of. I don't, I don't know. I, I just know. I just know of those Ron are Jeremy. Two, those are only two right, porn stars too. I can think of. Yeah. The most famous right. ones. It's, but how many of those guys had probably sex with somebody that could be constituted as rape because they were a sex traffic slave? Well, I mean, first of all, like the casting that's couch. A, that's that a scary could be. thing. In this case was different. That's I, a scary thing to think it, about. It would be, you know? That, yeah, uh, that would be. Terrible, and I actually. didn't think about it until, you know, the whole sex trafficking thing became right. more publicized. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was super common because with the casting couch, that's what happened to all the starlets. And I think Janet Jameson has stories about, because I, I swear I saw her or somebody that looks like her talk about her experiences and, and being raped. So I would not be surprised if it's super common in in porn and in that industry and in Hollywood in general. Um, uh, what's her name? The chick who is in, uh, Transformers married to Brian Austin Green, uh, um, Megan Fox yeah. talks about, um, issues she's had with, with, it was rape or sexual harassment. I don't remember what at the moment. It's gotta be common because yeah, sex um, sells. Yeah. And, and if, if, and if you control the medium for distribution, you're the one who's controlling the sex. Well, but, but, but the casting couch thing is completely different. It's the same basic thing. Yeah, well, no, okay. That's, that, well, that's, no, that's well, different. The, the, that's, that's, no, it's what's, it's this. If, what's this knucklehead that's in prison now that is fighting it? That's um, Weinstein? Yeah. Weinstein. You know, that, that, now that was the true, ca you know, casting, casting couch. couch. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the term John's using. That's the same. Yeah, well, no, I that's the same basic that, because well, well, back in the day, he wasn't doing porno movies. He was just doing himself. I'm, I'm using, I'm, I'm more beyond, I'm saying a little <laughs> bit beyond it's all of Hollywood. A little too on the, too on with that that comment, Sorry. Rob. I'm, I'm going <laughs> literally doing himself in front of women. I'm going a little. Uh, I'm doing a little farther because all of Hollywood back in the day, if you were a starlet woman, you would have to uh, service the master before they you you'd get on the uh, get anywhere. There's stories of the chick who played Dorothy being forced to sit on H.G. Uh, Mayor R.G. One of the guys' laps, and you know they're they're fondling her type of thing. So it's it's the story of Hollywood. And then you add porn, which has the just, extra, uh, the extra feature of physical. I just, I just think it's awful. Yeah, I mean, it's a really disturbing thing to think like it that. Is. is that there's it sex is. slaves that are all over um, internet porn and and, all, and uh, all over videos and everything. It just really yeah. brings a different, uh, different outlook on it. Um, one of the most disturbing movies, um, I can't. I found it through watching uh, the Video Nasties documentary, and uh, you, 
I assume you know what the video nasties are. Uh, for the audience members that don't know what the video nasties are, back in the 1980s, early 90s, you, the United Kingdom came out with a list of movies that were not allowed into the United Kingdom. Right. And they put it on a list that was referred to as the video nasties. This was led by Margaret Thatcher at the time. Now, um, one of the guys that was discussing all of it, and he was going over a lot of the taboo movies that were coming out at the time, he brought up one. He said the most disturbing movie he ever saw was a Siberian film. Mm. I had never heard of it. So I looked this one up <laughs> of course you and would. watched it because I, I, <laughs> because I like because these movies. Because you're James. You'll do James, that kind of stuff. James, James, all right, all right. James is the type of say, guy that needs a test of fire is hot. That's, I know. I, I will say I have seen some obscure films that – before even knowing about the video nasties list, list I've seen eighty percent of it. Mm. I mean, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust, I've seen Driller Killer, I've seen uh, just a bunch of different ones. Now I came, I watched this one, and it is one of the most disturbing films I've ever seen. <laughs> so you agreed with? I that. agree. I completely agree that this is on level with Cannibal Holocaust. They don't have much to do in Siberia. Now, what so. that movie is about is a porn star who gets offered a deal of a lifetime to come back and do one final porn. Now, what it ends up being is obviously, you know, the worst thing he can imagine, and it basically was it was a, a snuff film porn oh. is what they wanted him to do. Right. And... One of the things that I came away after watching that is that this was a full-on underground porn snuff ring. And I'm like, come away with it. And they got into showing sex trafficking as well. And I'm like, you know, at that time I started thinking, like, I wonder how much actual porn has sex trafficking in it. And now there's a lot more. I won't go into all the bad things about the, the film. Thank you. But, you could explain. I've heard but, this from you before. But, you know, and I don't suggest people going out there and watching this film. If you do, blame John. Um, but, yeah, blame yeah. the guy who, who who doesn't watch stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's probably when I started thinking about that. And then this whole sex trafficking thing came out. And it's like, I... I I feel for Ron Jeremy because when he gets into it, he's signing a contract. He's been doing it for, oh, God, I don't even want to think how long he's been doing porn, but it's been a, longer than I've been alive. Um, well, but, you know, he signs a contract, and he's assuming that everybody in here is a willing participant of whatever he's supposed to do. Well, so I haven't looked too much into it. My question is, and I don't know the answer, was this, was this on his off time or was this on his on time? Well, that's the thing. The, well, he's also a producer. Yeah, but I mean that's his job. Was this was this extracurricular activity? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I I haven't gone into the whole thing, but as far as I'm concerned, he got into shady business. He knew it was a shady business. The whole yeah, the you whole know? porn thing from the fifties on. Uh, we got a visitor in our studio. Uh, has been bad. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you know, the, a lot of the women talk about. First of all, a lot of them were underage when they started. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so you've got that whole problem and it's been a problem from the get go. I mean, there's, it's, it's not a, 
It's, it's not a fly, an, not, not it, a mosquito. It's not, not an industry. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at Jonathan, yeah. just so you guys know. Uh, it's not a, it's, it, it's an awful industry, to be honest with you. I don't, I mean, I understand why it's out there. I have never been a porn you know, fan it's, it's, myself. I don't. It, it's, it's one just, of the oldest professions. It is. It is. I understand that. Politics? But, yeah. Well, they actually found uh, porn papyruses in Egypt. Yeah, well, anyway. But they had politicians back then, too. Yeah, there's really not much difference between a porn star and a politician, let's be honest. <sighs> anyway, they, I don't know how we got on that bad of a topic, but there must be something better that we, <laughs> we can finish. Well, we, we can end that note on. We, like, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, for the California Whoa. pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the fat man, Stevens... Ryan Preston and the, and the old guy, as yeah. always, thank you for listening. Direct from the edge of the podcasting go. fringe, it's the rock. Goodbye.